It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone. Thank you very much for listening <laughs> to the Manchester Football Social. This is the Wednesday Club, and we are just previewing the massive game Paris Saint-Germain against United today. Alex Baldwin is with me. Hello, Alex. Uh, hi there, Joe McGraw. Hello there. Hello. Uh, Danny Jackson. Hello. How are we, Danny? Hello, hello. Uh, what you gonna? What they gonna hear in this next hour of chat, well, they gentlemen? Just, they, they're gonna hear two Fisticuffs. people agree on every single yeah. question that's asked. Yeah, they're gonna hear two of the most stubborn, um, like <laughs> self-opinionated no, people in not. the world going no, head to head. <laughs> <laughs> I asked a very loaded question in the first two minutes, and, and you're worked. gonna hear it. Just gets a. It was class. I'm gonna listen back to it with a big smile on my face. These two boys uh, were with me for the next four five minutes you're gonna enjoy it we're gonna talk about um who deserves the pr- to win the premier league more Klopp or pep we're gonna talk about manchester united in action tonight uh we thank you very much for listening uh rate us five stars danny oh, minimum, minimum five, five stars, stars yeah <laughs> enjoy the show manchester football social Hello and welcome to the Manchester Football Social. It is Wednesday night and we welcome you for an hour of football in chat with the red and blue side of Manchester mixed together like a congealed, I don't know, some sort of monster mess. Uh, purple. We've got, It'd be a purple. Oh, yeah, it would be purple, yeah, sorry. Like a Barney. Uh, that welcome is, now, Joe. Thanks. Sorry. Uh, that is the red side of Manchester, Alex Boardman. Hello, Alex. You okay, mate? Yes, I'm great, Joe. Thank you. And on the blue side, if you listened to uh, the Blue Moon Rising show last night, uh, it's Danny Jackson. Hello, Danny. Hi, Joe. Talking Hi, all things Manchester. Manchester City for an hour, go and get that podcast, but this is the show that we're going to be talking about, Manchester United in action tonight, all the way in Paris as they take on uh, Paris Saint-Germain in the second leg, 2-0 down from the first leg at Old Trafford, we'll be previewing that at the back end of the show, and we're also going to be talking about Tottenham Hotspur's uh, win last night uh, against Borussia Dortmund, they are through to the quarter-finals, as well as looking at Manchester United's long, long injury list. And Joe, um, Joe, can we speak about Ajax's win Ajax's last night? Ajax's win as well, Wow, yes. did yes. anyone Watch that game. It was amazing. How good are Ajax, by the way? Sorry, they are good. They look good. They're very good. And Danny does make up a good point. We'll be speaking about them later on. Uh, But I want to now talk about because we've not had a United uh, fans' perspective of the title race uh, since Monday. Well, so, since about 2010. Oh, fair, oh Alex, that's the <laughs> thing, Hey, listen, we were too nice to each other last time, Alex. Firstly, Let's it was, do it. Firstly, it was 2013 oh, when it was, we were last time. Short memory. <laughs> One question that I wanted to ask, and I've been thinking about it in my head for, for quite a while, and this is the, the main question uh, of this part of the show, and uh, questions will follow on from it. And if you at home listening, you can have a, have a chat. I want to just forget about rivalries, forget about teams, and I want to narrow the title race down to two people. I want to narrow it down to Pep Guardiola and Jurgen Klopp and I want to know from that from your footballing minds as footballing fans who deserves to win the Premier League more for what they've done with their club this season Pep Guardiola or Jurgen Klopp now we aren't uh, live so you can tweet us in MCR footy social that debate will be going on at the minute but Jurgen Klopp or Pep Guardiola for the work they've done with the club looking at the resources looking at the team they put out looking at the way they play football 
Who deserves to win the Premier League title? You've loaded more? this question so much that you want me to say Klopp. You no, did, I don't. It feels like you've <laughs> got to say Klopp here. You're going to get booed no, no, out no, of no, no, no. But he does, that. doesn't it? It feels like this question is so loaded. You can loaded. say Pep Guardiola. But he's had unlimited funds. He's got. Um, he had a brilliant. He inherited a really good team um, that had already won the league. And he's been able to add to it with anyone he wanted. And Klopp's not, he's had restrictions. So if you, if you we only signed on... one, one player in the summer, though, didn't we? I mean, yeah, it's but... not like you say unlimited funds, but, you know, really, yeah, we've spent money like everybody else has spent money. You know, uh, you know, what did he do this United's season? United's wage bill was. He's, he's United are not cities. even part of Danny. But, you're no, obsessed, no, but what I'm right? Is... Firstly, United are not even oh, part of this. Because Joe said between Klopp and Guardiola. Yeah, that's right? the question. So Guardiola's been there. What's he been there? Three years? Yes. Uh, How many players? Coming, at the three, end of the season. How many years. players has he bought? He's bought three goalkeepers that I can think of. Well, he's bought he must loads, have bought 14, Cater, 15, 16. Uh, Robertson. Um, he's he bought Fabinho, was, 50 did buy, million. Did he buy Robertson? Uh, he's bought Alisson, 70 million. He's, oh, whatever it was, 50 million, 60 million. He has, he's spent money, mate. He has spent money. He's spent probably not far off what we've spent over the last two summers. Yeah, Klopp, Klopp has spent money. Yeah. But he's, and he's probably bought, what, nine players, eight players? Yeah, Guardiola was probably. in the last three, four years. Guardiola was bought what, fifteen, no. sixteen. Some that we bought that we're always going to go out and and kind of make us money within the group. I but would it's... say that you know not all made for the first team. But I mean, what I would say as well, just on this debate, and it's something I think about a lot. It's all right saying what we've paid for players, but when you look at what our players are worth that we've bought, they're worth three times the amount we paid for them. So to me, that's just good business. Bernardo Silva, forty million pound, Alex. It's the we have. Yeah, we must have wore a mask when we got Bernardo Silva. That's not the question he asked either. No, no, Again, no. every time the que- we try and answer the question, you go, "Let's just move here." Oh, Sterling, what's good value? No, no, now you we asked me the question mil- about who City have bought, and and I'm trying to sort of substantiate yes, that. So with what I'm what saying are they is now worth. It's all right saying we spent that. But if it was money, I'm not badly talking spent, about money. I'm talking about well, yeah, he, that's what we're when, talking about. When he, when Guardiola got the job at City, he got a really good. He got players like Aguero for a start. Yeah, right? but he had a very aging backline. Yeah. He so had, so Klopp didn't inherit. The, the question is between Guardiola and Klopp. That's yeah. what right? I want to get. Who me deserves it the most? That's the point. We're so making. Guardiola inherited a really decent side that had already won the league. Okay. Klopp, so you did Klopp didn't. Of course he didn't. They've not won the league no, since 1990. Of course he didn't. Of course they had a decent side. But he didn't inherit a side that had just won the league. That's the difference. Can you see what I'm saying? I, and also so then Guardiola. He's about what he inherits. So, yeah. so, so, so Klopp, I mean, still I think, a decent side. The fact that, so know, the question is, who's done the better job? Well, Klopp's this had a season much job. harder We're talking job. This, done the best, better job this since season. Since he got there. Since, since he got, got there. there. So how can anyone ever doubt, given the record City broke last season, how can anyone even question that? What's we that got it, to do with it? Because we're again. asking who's done the better job, Alex. Are you, I, don't get, I don't get what you're talking about. We're asking who's done the better job. City so, broke all kinds of records under Guardiola last season. Say it's a race, right, from when both of them started to get to number yeah. one, to yeah. the number one slot. Yeah. Klopp started that race two or three miles further back than Guardiola not did. It. Not of course it. he did, because they've not, not won it. the league since 1990, So what? So what? I'm not so having he, the, the so squad he inherited a better side with some absolute yeah. world-class stars. But so did so did Klopp with Liverpool. No, we didn't. You know, we needed to no, replace the likes of Clichy, Sanya. Yeah, yeah, was a legend, a, but he was beyond, he's past his best. We had Aguero. So you're basing your whole argument on we had Aguero. So did, they did had Liverpool, Coutinho. You know what? What are you telling me? They they had Coutinho. Liverpool. He bought Salah, right? That's a great. That's a great thing. Duh, if duh, if duh, he'd duh, inherited duh, duh, Salah, yeah. then that's one thing. That Salah's an equivalent player to Aguero. Yeah. Right, so then straight away, if he didn't have that, Klopp didn't but he have had that. Coutinho, who went for 150 million, so surely that's a yeah, top table footballer. Really. That's a top table footballer. That's somebody you'd put in Aguero's bracket, Alex. Yeah, but you look at Coutinho, that. and he sold Coutinho for a good amount of money, and then you could say his reinvestment has been, you know, brilliant. He's been brilliant. Completely. He bought Mane for whatever it was. That's good value, without a doubt. Uh, he bought Salah for. He bought Van Dyke for 90 million. He's, bought Van Dijk. He's, done well. He's done well, but so have we. We bought Leroy Sane at. 20 odd 30 million. We bought Bernardo Silva at 40 million. We bought Raheem Sterling at 50 from them. I mean, look at that for business. These are all players now, and I could probably reel a bigger list off than that. But they're all players that are worth three times what we bought for, paid for them. So I, 
and, and given, you know, the question was who's done better in the time they've been in the club, yeah? Is mm-hmm. that the question? Yep. How can you dispute it's Pep Guardiola? Because Klopp's had restrictions and Guardiola has In what hasn't. way? He still spent a because fortune. Look, he has still spent a fortune. Maybe he spent slightly more, but how did... But do you not look, get Klopp, that argument, though, that Klopp yeah, wasn't Yeah, I get the argument, behind. but I'm going to make an argu- a counter-argument to that. How many, wing, how many wingers have you got at City as, a, as, a, as one enough. example? Not enough. So you could play, you've got Mares. You've got Sterling, you've got Sané, yeah. you can put Silva. Bernardo out there. Right, so that's four. Well, Abs- it's three, but we can play one out there. He's not a winger, he's a centre midfielder, but yeah. Well, you're not you're not still playing James Milner as a makeshift right back or in midfield. That's the point I'm making. So you're saying Klopp's, Klopp's badly managed then, that he's I'm still putting Klopp's James Milner in his team. He hasn't bought well enough. He's not had unlimited resources. He's not got the depth in the squad. Neither have we. He's not got... You've got to, you've got four brilliant wingers there. We've just yeah, said that would walk into Liverpool's side. The, the record that spend for them is way higher than what we've spent on a player. You know, just because we've invested wisely, we haven't spent based on what we've paid the outlay. What we would now get for them players is ridiculously more. So that's good business. That's good management. That's identifying good players, the right players at the right price that then go on to 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 make the club even more money if they sold them. So I'm not sure. Sure, we broke every record that there was to break last season. We're top of the league again. We're in four competitions. How could you make a case for Klopp? How in the world? Just the especially Premier League. a red. Just the how Premier could League. It, but why just the Premier League? That's not what you said. No, no, yeah, no. Who's done the best for the Premier? League? Who deserves the Premier League? more. I thought, I didn't, that wasn't what you said. It was what he said. Oh, yeah. he was like, the Premier League it was, it was about two yeah, hours about, ago now, yeah, but yeah, it, it was, was about two hours it was ago. What he said. Just looking so, at the Premier League race, narrowing it down to two men, that's what the that's what the debate was so about. who deserves it more? Pep Guardiola, without a shadow of a doubt. No, I... Well, wow. I, 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 I do <laughs> support the Scousers, Alex. Good luck no, with no, that No, 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 this isn't... This I, is, I mean, I said firstly, at the start, get yeah. rid of all rivalries. This is about football lads having a chat about two men who deserves it more in the footballing world. It was a very Pep loaded... Guardiola, it was a very it. loaded question that I didn't want to answer, firstly. <laughs> but, but you did. Well, because he asked the question and that's kind this of what is, we're here for. Is, so I, I didn't have a But am I not going to make a case for Pep Guardiola? Tell me, co- am I not? Of course gonna, Is not. there not a, a good, sustainable case there for but Pep Guardiola? But at some point, at some point, you've got to be reasonable and go, did Guardiola have any restrictions when he first came and could he shape and get exactly the squad he wanted? Yes. Has Klopp been able to do that? To yes. some extent, yes. But Completely no, yes. no, because Firmino gets injured and what's he pulling off the bench? Arigi, and he's, he's pulling in... Um, Sturridge yeah, but again, does that not to you say that he's not invested wisely enough then in, in having a bigger squad, a bigger, deeper, yeah, better squad? I think squad? he's getting... Well, the difference is because you've already... You're and already, he's managing them, I suppose, as well, isn't it? You're already starting from a position of, right? So you've got... Uh, let's say you've got John Stones, right? And you go, right, we need another player. So you go, let's get better than John Stones. So you get Laporte or you get an Otamende or whoever you get. So you're always, you've got that baseline of quality yeah. that was higher than Liverpool's when Klopp took over. So he's he's yeah, getting just, like I would say he's got Matic playing in there currently and he's got Van Dijk so brilliant. So when Klopp has another season, if he's given the money again next season, his baseline is Van Dijk. I get a player better than Van Dijk. That's the next centre half I get. You've currently got three of them. But that's, that's now. The that wasn't when we took well, when Pep took over, was it? That's now. That's just the way that Pep's built that squad over two and a bit seasons, isn't it? You know, it's not. And he, yeah, but, but also, you've got to give a guy credit for that. Yes, of course you do. But then you've got to then say if Klopp was given, you're not, you don't have any restrictions. He's he buy he buys Van Dyke Klopp in January, last January. That's all he's allowed to buy. He but this season, what did he buy? Cater and the goalie. So he's he's allowed another thing. If if Guardiola Fabinho, wanted... Fabinho, mate, he spent nearly 200 million. Yeah, but if... I mean... If Guardiola wanted it. to spend 400, 500 yeah, million, we he wanted, could we, do he it. Hasn't he hasn't done, though. Done it. He hasn't... Our, t- our top transfer is, 50, is 60 million quid, actually, on Riyad Mahrez. So, you know, and the 50 million before that was for, for Kevin De Bruyne, or 55 for Kevin De Bruyne. If, you know, if, if, Klopp, if Liverpool win the league this year, do you still... still don't do say we, things like that. I'm not going to say... <laughs> I'm going to say things like that. Klopp, Klopp has done a, a good job. Oh, of course he has. Because he's up against the, the best manager on the planet. And if he can get his team to go beyond Pep Guardiola, then he's done an amazing job. Absolutely amazing job. But there's nine games to go. We're one to three favourites. You know, we've, we, we're have we top of the league. You know, so I think it'd be hard to make an argument at this point in time, which is the question you ask. I suppose if you're saying who, if they win it at the end of the season, who's yeah. done the better job? Well, I'd say probably Klopp. Because if you, but he's not won it. He's, he's still not won it. He's mm-hmm. not seen it through in any cup competition while he's been in England. You know, yes, he's done it with Borussia Dortmund, but he hasn't done it in England. Like we said last night, as soon as he, you know, goes to Liverpool, they turn to turn to rubbish, don't they? So, uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I could. Debate. I would always back. Good debate. I would always back Guardiola without a doubt. Good shot. And I get that. I want to throw a third man in there. Solskjaer, that's the answer. That is the correct answer. Solskjaer is the answer. When you're looking at the top then, and we'll go through to the top three, yeah, you look at... Klopp and, and Pep he's come under a bit of stick Pochettino I'm going to go to now the third uh, Tottenham obviously um, we'll we'll get into their uh, win last night at Borussia Dortmund they are through to the quarterfinals of the Champions League what he's done as a manager you know they literally brought no one in in the summer but yet they're still up there still having a fight with um, City and, and obviously Liverpool do you, do you respect Pochettino as a manager but have you kind of ruled him out now as that kind of Character that could come in for United, Alex. Yeah, well, he's done it. He's done a great job, but yet again, Tottenham dropped off, didn't he, in the last four to five weeks? Because they were right up there. At one point, they were a couple of points behind Liverpool, and you were looking at the next, the, the few runner games that they had, and you were like, I can see Liverpool dropping a couple of points, which they did. Everton and United, Liverpool dropped, what, four points from a possible six. And if Tottenham would have maintained the form, but Tottenham were getting beat 2 1 from teams like Burnley. So that's the league. Mm-hmm. And also within that, you've got the injury to Son, who's a phenomenal player, and then he went away for the whatever cup it yeah, was yeah. that he went away but for. But that was actually, funny enough, the spell that they still did well, didn't and they, came, without well, Son? And then when they came back, they couldn't quite reintegrate. Cause they shouldn't be getting beat off Burnley 2-1. They just no, shouldn't, no. should they? And it was funny, because we, we talked about this last night, didn't we, that you know when we talked about a title race, you, me, anybody talked about a title race, never really considered Tottenham, even though they were so close. Now you look at it and, you know, they're out of the equation. I think, what are they, 10, is it 10 points behind us? 11 with the goal difference. You know, they're not, they're not going to catch us. Um, no. They're not going to catch Liverpool, you know, the nine nine points behind Liverpool. So when you talk about Pochettino as a manager, I think you have to put him, put as I mentioned before, top table. You think you have to put him up there because he hasn't spent, has he? You know, no, whether that's stupidity, anything. you know, well, whether no, or not, not one or two he more. He just can't do because well, of the new ground. Maybe. So but, he just but, can't. But the strength of him as a character, if he's saying, you know, listen, Mr. Levy, you get me two players, I will take you from, from where we are in third place now to winning the Premier League. You know, to me, that's a sign of a strong manager that, yeah, there yeah. isn't the budget but then that Levy, we've got, United've got, but, but do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, though? but maybe then Levy will go. Maybe a couple of players would have took him to that next level. Maybe it would, but Levy will also go, look, we've got repayments on this ground for the first year of like £400 million or whatever it is, and the income this will bring in for the next 30, 40, 50 years puts us right at the top table. So you've got to think long term. I mean, he's all very well saying, look at Mourinho, look at exactly what happened with Mourinho. He tried um, to get an extra player or two, and for whatever reason, very different reasons and not valid reasons in my opinion, he wasn't allowed to do it. He has a big fallout and he's gone. So I think Pochettino was sensible. Also, to to beat Dortmund, but Pochettino's 4-0, getting results. Mourinho wasn't. Yeah, I mean, that makes he's big getting results, but he was two points off the top, and now he's ten points off the top. So they're not winning the league again. No, so Pochettino obviously Dortmund on aggregate they won over four two nil. legs four nil. Amazing, which is a big thing to That's beat amazing. Dortmund four nil. So why can yeah. he do? I mean, you, obviously, you want a steady hand on the. You want someone like Pochettino who who can win big games like that, but when you say Alex getting beat by Burnley two one, mm. he he's still a young kind of guy. You still think maybe is a bit of learning for him to to experience it. You worry that maybe there's a lot of talk between Ollie and Pochettino. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the, over. The, the game has changed. Do you think over. that's over? Really? Yeah, of course yeah. it's over. Yeah? Of course right. it's over because what Solskjaer's done with it. What is it? 16, 14 <laughs> wins. One defeat, one draw. That's the oh no, two draws now, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, so if that's the case, why are they not giving Ollie the the job now? I, well, I why you announce it? Why you announce it at the minute? There's no need, is there? Well, I don't, I, well, why For not? once, I mean, I mean, you, you know, know what? I think there is a need. I mean, United fans would lap it up. You know, the end of the season would be that charge for the Champions League, knowing Ollie's at the wheel and all that lot. I, I, so I think they would announce well, it. So I, I don't it, think they've made the mind up yet for as me, a club. It, it feels like for once they're trying to do stuff right again mm-hmm. as a club. And it feels like the decent thing would be to wait till the end of the season. And I'm sure they've already decided and I'm pretty sure he's already got that job. He must have. Really? Wow. Okay. Because if he hasn't... I'm pretty sure he's If yeah, he hasn't, no, there would be a and, riot. And I can see why. Yeah, no, the I can see why. The upturning everything. The upturning... Yeah. For instance, we're playing Paris Saint-Germain. I know we're going to talk about it later. We're 2-0 down. We're going away to Paris with a team full of absolute novices, some of whom have played one game, some have played two games, and I've still got a feeling in the back of my mind going, I feel quite positive. Whereas when Mourinho would have had that set, he could have had the full squad fit and it could have been nil-nil and you'd be going and think, I don't fancy us tonight. Is that positivity a little bit about, though, that you've almost got nothing to lose at this stage? You know, you're 2-0 down, you're massive sort of outsiders to go through, aren't you? Yeah, it's like that again. So we've got Arsenal on Sunday. I feel like, oh, we'll go to Arsenal and beat them. 
I just it's just the social I get effect. That. No, and I get that, but like I say, I'm just surprised you guys think it's a done deal already. Because it must deep be down. I'm not convinced. I just think if it was, why why hang about? Get it announced. Get that good feeling around the club. Get that stability for Solskjaer. Do you get what I mean? I, I'm, I, I, I'm so sure to me, I think you should announce it. But but they should tell the fans, you know, because again, I don't think they're on a high a at the moment. Imagine what you guys would be like if he, well, he gets the job. You obviously want him to get the job. Honestly, I yet. don't see it makes any difference, and it just feels for once like but why wait? We, because that's that. the proper way of doing why? things. It's the proper way to why? conduct yourself. Because he was appointed as a caretaker manager, so you've got Mulder to consider. Yeah, but, you've I don't got get that. the fact. What, what? Honestly, don't get that. Well, Cause, cause the other, you reward you did okay. Pep Guardiola as your manager halfway through you... your season from when uh, Pellegrini was in charge. Well, that was a different scenario. He wasn't a caretaker manager doing an amazing job. What I'm saying is, if he did get, it did get announced that Solskjaer's got the job. Did he not win the league? It's a huge pack. Listen, we brought him in. We brought him in. He wasn't doing a fantastic job. Did he not win the league, Pellegrini? Have I got that wrong? I didn't say he wasn't doing a fantastic job. Oh, right. I'm talking about Solskjaer's doing a fantastic job for United as a caretaker manager. What a pat on the back that would be for him. I bet say, he's already got say, that in private. To say, though. listen, we're gonna, you've come as a, as a caretaker, Ollie. You've done that well. We're giving you the job now. Let's announce it. Let's get all that good feeling. I'll give so, you one great... I don't get why waiting I will give you one great reason made. then. I'll give you one great reason. United are currently three points off Tottenham in third. United could finish sixth. They could finish third this year. They could okay. finish anywhere because it's totally up in the air. Tottenham have still got questions. Start it with over Pochettino. Starting for the Real Madrid job is about to become vacant. Will Pochettino go there? Will his name be in the ring for that? United job. It affected Pochettino and that Tottenham team when he was linked with the job. So if you announce Solskjaer, you go, well, Pochettino, you're safe at Spurs. At the minute, Pochettino still might have one eye on the Old Trafford job and fans might think, oh, Pochettino might go and all the players at Tottenham might go, we might not be with this manager next season. I'm still sub. Is there any point I trying next season? I get the idea. Year? I don't reckon it's concrete, as you said. Do you not get that? Just that's, wait, I get that's, the idea. That's a valid but, reason. But I, I get the idea, but I think you, the good feeling that to, to bring a guy in that was a caretaker to then say, listen, you're no longer our caretaker, Ollie. You've got a three-year deal. You, you're the man to take us forward. I think that good feeling and that momentum will just keep going. So, in my opinion, why wait? Give it him. If you're, you're telling me he's, he's done deal, you're telling you're both I telling me it, that it's a done yeah. deal, and probably he knows. Get it announced. Let the fans know. Get behind Ollie for the next think, few years. I think the fans know. Till he's too. sacked. The fans know. Come on. <laughs> the fans know. You can't go to that ground. You can't go to any United game and not know what's going on. You just can't. Very it's... defensive tonight, Alex. I'm not. You're, you're just argumentative. <laughs> you are all in Pop kettle calling black. <laughs> yeah, you do, um, do you know what? We would do, at each other. We would do a show like this. <laughs> because because yes, this is we've more been, like my old fans all We've day. been too <laughs> nice it for the last two shows. Yes, we yeah. have been too nice. Uh, too nice. We are recording it, uh, uh, pre-recording it in the day. So obviously the morning's coming to it. We're all still kind of waking up, maybe a bit groggy. That's why it's coming in. <laughs> yeah, now so, to more. Morning heads, yeah. <laughs> and so don't text in or give us a call, but you can ha- have us on Twitter, MCR Forty Social. Get involved in the chat. Uh, we've got lots still to come. We're going to be previewing um, Manchester United taking on uh, Paris Saint Germain in Paris. We'll have hopefully Abdullah on the phone, who is in Paris as we speak, uh, and we're going to round up some of the other news around football right after this. Manchester Football Social. Welcome back to the Wednesday Club. My name is Joe McGrath and I'm joined on the blue side of Manchester by Danny Jackson. Hello, Danny. Good evening, Joe. Alex Boardman on the red side. How, How are, are you? Very yeah, good. We aren't here, so don't call or text. Uh, but you can get us on Twitter, MCR Footy Social. We had a nice little discussion beforehand. If you've just tuned in live on Excess Manchester, go and get the podcast. Me little Joe nice just little, had a rumble in the break. Little there, heated debate, wasn't it? Bit if of an you, arm wrestle, you know. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. And if you missed it, you do want to listen back. So go get that podcast now. Manchester Football Social, wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, we are going to uh, go back to a, an old character now. Well, I wanted to, first of all, talk about the game last night. Ajax versus Real Madrid. What a game. Uh, Ajax turning it completely on its head. And Alex, you had a, an experience last night. <laughs> well, I, spent... by the end of the game, because I just I'd had a couple of beers as I turned it on. And then... Like, Dangerous. Uh, yeah, well, it got to like half time and I was a bit like, whoa, this, why am I enjoying this game so much? And then I was like, oh, quick, I've got to run to the office because of... But by, by the end of it, he was like, oh, I'm <laughs> the dog. I, I literally was speaking Dutch by the end. I was like... Yeah. Was that brrr. the alcohol or was that, <laughs> was that your accent? But I tell you what, what a, what a performance by Ajax. I don't think I've enjoyed a, a neutral game as much, especially not in the Champions League, for years and years. It was brilliant. 
Yeah, it, I, I tell you what, we, we were just talking about it there, weren't we, in the break? I mean, what a refreshing sight to see Ajax and the way that they play. You know, I mean, where does Tadic come from all of a sudden? He was absolutely in pants for Southampton yeah, last night. He looked like, I mean, he was doing Maradonas and, you know, he was absolutely outstanding. But what an exciting style of play. I mean, uh, Eric Ten Hag, their manager, is a former um, assistant coach to Pep Guardiola at Bayern Munich, uh, Bayern Munich 2. So obviously, and he's talked a lot about Peps in, you know, overnight saying, Always brings him back. How have we gone? How have we gone? You went from in terms of style of play. What I'm saying is, you can see that mentality of playing the ball. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm not giving Pep all the credit here, by the way. I'm just saying this is a guy that's obviously learned his trade under Pep in the way he plays. And you could see the way that Ajax played last night was amazing. This is the problem. Right. I did not go. David Blind came from Man United, and that's why they beat him. It was a brilliant team performance. All those players deserve the utmost Completely. Credit. They played without Which is what I'm fear. saying, Alex. Nothing you know, you took all the I'm just making a reference that their manager worked alongside <laughs> Pep Guardiola. That's not coincidental that they now play the football that they have play. Because that's where, like anything, like anything, if you learn, if you learn from, from somebody, last night, if you learn you from somebody at anything, at any sport, if you learn from somebody, that then becomes ingrained in you. And, and obviously, working with someone like Pep, he's got that philosophy of playing football the way it should be played. Ajax was sensational last night and they've gone from being alongside Schalke the 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 kind of whipping boys of the last 16 all of a sudden all of a sudden I don't think anybody would fancy Ajax although I would because I went to Ajax a couple of years ago and it's You've the greatest you got to be your own man though aren't you when you're a manager it doesn't just because I mean you look at who was under Sir Alex Ferguson they've hardly gone on to wonderful stuff like okay, Steve people Bruce listen then. read the quotes then. if you think I'm making this up read the quotes from their manager about Pep Guardiola last night after the game and he puts a lot of his learning about the game from Pep the way he plays from Pep it's not something I'm making up it's something if you want to Google it anybody listening you want to Google it and you want to just put these two reds in their place Please, yeah, just tweet in. That'd be lovely. This is the thing, though. To, watch, to watch that game and your comment on it to go straight back to... No, I don't know. That isn't I, it. There it's was just, just some amazing, amazing... It's just substantiating. Talk about the way they defended. Fact. They That's defended all. amazingly. They were brilliant. The midfield, that performance by Tadic is one of the brilliant. best I've seen. It was, I've, it was perfect. Other than a City game, I've Set not enjoyed a game probably a as much goal. as I have last night. And I think a little bit of that is because, obviously, we want to win the Champions League and as much as... Real Madrid are a team which have not had a great season. There is still a team that know how to get over the line. So mm. for them to be out of the competition is huge. I think for anybody still in the Champions League, Real Madrid not being is absolutely yeah, huge. Yeah, it is massive as well. And is there anything on, on looking at Real Madrid, the fact they've not got Ronaldo this season? Yeah, big so time. Is he that much of a character? Yeah. Is he that I say good? So. I say yeah, so. Yeah, and also they said last night, because Ramos... Like Ramos seemed to get himself booked. Didn't yeah, brilliant. Ramos, I forgot about that. Ramos he got, got an extra ban yeah. as well. Yeah, he got he an got, extra ban. He got himself booked so that he wouldn't be suspended when yeah. Madrid went through to the next round. And he would have made a difference because that would yeah. not. But be how much, how, how justified is that? It's that hilarious. Out last night? It is. It's hilarious. He's purposely got a booking to belittle a team like Ajax thinking, yeah. well, we're 2-1 on up. We're, you know, we're at home in the next leg. This is a no problem game for us. For them to be in, sat in the stand with his lovely little white silk shirt on <laughs> looked up. Absolutely mortified. That, yeah, and and th- the mad thing was as well, he actually got a two-game ban, didn't he? Yeah, so he yeah, missed yeah. the next game. He extended it. But we won't be doing that anyway. Uh, well, we talk about Real Madrid because uh, this is on the Sky Sports uh, News website and this is in quotes, Jose approached by Real Madrid. So, an old Manchester United manager. As a could, caretaker. Uh, yeah, could be coming back into world football. You thought he might be taking a break. You've seen him doing some of the, uh, some of the uh, sports uh, analysis on being sports, etc., etc. And uh, he could be coming back to world football. As we speak, Danny, Danny Jackson Alex has Duffin. just Googled the quote from Ten Hag yesterday saying, uh, I'll copy Pat Guardiola. And he's just going, just, like, ah, see, see. <laughs> yeah, and that, but, but, but you're both having a pop at me. No, no, no. Both having a pop at me just for substantiating it. Just let me quote. Let me, let me, can I just quote Ten Hag's uh, comments uh, just before the Real Madrid game? I come in speech marks. I'll copy Guardiola. Enough said. Let's what move on. What does that come mean? On. That means they're going to get banned from having any transfers gonna next season. Yeah. And he broke all gonna financial. Great. He's going to be the fair best play rules. <laughs> let's go. For it. I'm so happy I saw that one. So, <laughs> so Mourinho's going to be um, 
at Madrid, you think, as a possibility? It could as be. A this is what people are saying. I mean, obviously, this this gets clicks. This gets people reading. This gets people talking. It could be a story out of nothing. Uh, but he is, uh, and obviously, an ex-Real Madrid manager. Mm-hmm. He's free. I mean, who else would you give it to for the end of the season if if something There's happens? There's not many people available, is there, just for the next that high, ten games? High class job. Uh, Jose could be returned to world football, but do you think his his style, his coaching approach no. is didn't, outdated. Didn't he leave Madrid originally under a massive cloud? He leaves and, everywhere. You know, that's what I'm saying. So all of a sudden, you've got the Real Madrid fans singing his name. I just don't get that. You know, they must have seen, no disrespect, and I'm not poking for it, but the, the way that he played football at, at United, we always said, didn't we, under, under Marino, I, I always said, United have had a squad which was sensational. Some it wasn't right for, the, for him to be putting in performances. That, and that part that wasn't right, the denominator, was Jose Mourinho. So how can Real Madrid fans look at that and go, we want him as our manager, or even a caretaker manager? He's a negative style. Maybe that's how they grind. I don't know. But, you know, when you've got the likes of Bale and, and Benzema, they are going to spend some serious money in the, in the oh, summer, yeah, by the way. Whoever comes in is going to have a huge war chest because that cannot carry on. A, a season where they're not going to win a trophy well, for Real Madrid Yeah, they're out, out of the Copa of. del Rey, they're out of the league, and they're now out of the Champions League, so they can't win anything. Yeah. But who? What else do you do? I suppose there's always an assistant coach, why isn't there? Temporary. You know, do you get I what know, I mean? I don't know why, why Mourinho. Do you think his time is done? Unless Completely. he really he's a has a big flush. learning curve. He's a busted flush. He's, no. been, he's been a busted flush for the last five or six years. He's not evolved as a manager. And this is Real Madrid, who are, I think, on paper the biggest club in the world. You know, why should he be given that chance based on what? You know, if I was if I was absolutely crap at my job which I am. But if I was, and then I get headhunted to a much bigger company on much more money, how does that make any sense? And that's effectively what we're talking about with Jose Mourinho. Yeah, I, d- I disagree. Are we agreeing on that? <laughs> no, I disagree. <laughs> I could tell by his body language I, d- I you totally disagree. disagree, because if you're talking about the last five years, you're going, those last five years, what's he won? Well, he won the league with Chelsea. He won the old UEFA Cup with United. He won the League Cup. Well, who cares about that? Charity Shield again, who cares? Got to the FA Cup semi-final. And then it all went wrong three months into this season. So anybody, and, and that record he's got that's second to none. He didn't win the league with Chelsea though in five years, but anyway, go on. He did, didn't he? No. I thought he won it in That the... was Antonio, wasn't it? The last time they won it. And then he, he didn't win it way before that. So, so you look at that record. I'm and... just saying, Alex. <laughs> what, what year was it? Calm it, it, down, it was in 2014, wasn't it? Jose Mourinho won the league with Chelsea. No. Let's have a look. Let's no, have a look. No, you might be no, right no. here. Five years was for 2014. Maybe. When did Jose whatever, whatever, anyway. If you don't. Because United won it at 13, so Reno must have won it the year after, yeah, 2014. Yeah, but was that Antonio? No, because then they won it in 16, 17 after Leicester. Okay. Okay. Apology accepted. I'm Googling it. Fine. I'll come back to you on that. <laughs> I'm Googling it. I'm Googling it. Of you would. Great having a computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and Jose Mourinho said it was all for Pep. Why he hey, that's that? exactly he, what we're going to get in exactly it. Said. Uh, so I think Mourinho, Mourinho's got that record, and yes, he's had his problems. Maybe he learns from it, maybe he doesn't. He could still do a job at most clubs. I'm sure I'm sure of that. He didn't Yes, didn't I stand corrected. Oh. Yes. <laughs> you, you are right, Alex. 2014-15, so yeah, five, five years ago. Yeah. Obviously, sorry, he's sorry got, I won the Champions League with that Inter Milan side, and I won it with Porto. Mm. And who's not going to take a risk on that? Who's I, not? I, I just think I just think the, the the job he did at United though must have seriously tarnished his Possibly, credibility yeah. as a manager. And what I, all I'm saying Chelsea? is I don't understand why Real Madrid fans who wanted him out of the club originally are singing his name to come back and are given yeah. that he's not well, exactly well, covered who, himself whose name in glory. Sing, though? I wonder if there is anyone else out there for that job. Well, that's the problem. Isn't that the problem probably United found as Isn't well? Isn't that the problem with football? Yeah. <laughs> yeah not not is, that yeah. many great yeah. managers at but the But United minute. probably found that problem. They didn't instantly have a, a go-to guy that was a top-level manager that they could go, right, come in and run the club. So they give it Ollie. They took a chance on that, no doubt about it, because Ollie's record at you know, Cardiff and then at Mould isn't brilliant, and that's not necessarily the CV you'd normally expect getting the United job. Yeah, it's worked out, but but what I'm saying is, if there were a standout manager out there, United have got him, wouldn't they? You know, they, well, you no think doubt they about could it. they could still possibly go. What there's eight nine games left. Zidane, come back in. We'll give you twenty million quid for eight games. Yeah. Would you want to do it? just even for a, less likely, just for though, a feel it? good? Yeah, I get what you mean. But apparently, they were saying last night that because um, it's a huge thing, isn't it? The president, whoever's the president yeah. of the, uh, and they think this is going to be a, he's going to be out in summer. Yeah, so, so they'll probably just there. wait. To be fair, won't they? Just give it to the assistant. 
Yeah, indeed. Uh, right, we're going to take a little break in a couple of minutes, but I just want to bring in this story that we haven't talked about yet, and that is involving ex-City player uh, Sancho, who's currently playing at Dortmund. He's uh, been heavily linked in the papers uh, yesterday for a £100 million move to Old Trafford. He's currently in Germany. Uh, this was from The Telegraph, um, and I just quickly want your, your opinion opinions on it before we go to a break. Alex, well, you'd have Sancho? Of course, of course you would, because he's a, a really potentially great young player, but We've signed potentially great young players and with Martial, we've done it right in the fact that we're giving three, four years and he suddenly just put, yeah. he seems to do it every week. We didn't do it right when we had Depay, who um, he, he was given like maybe, maybe well. six Zaha's months, another, Wilf, another Wilfred Zaha. Yeah. Although to the Di fact Maria. that Moyes, well, Di Maria was about 27 when we signed him, yeah. wasn't he? but you're talking about signing 19-year-olds <clears> who look like world beaters. If you buy them, buy them, great, but... Just be patient. So yeah. yes, I'd love him. I'd love him. Why not? He looks. Would, like he's would be you love him for a hundred million pound at Don't this care. stage? Doesn't matter. All right, fair play. I would actually. I get the, I'd say the same thing. I'd like I'd United to start actually going. Every year we're top or second in the. Yeah. We've earned the most money. It's yeah. the most valuable club. Start spending it at yeah. some point. And I love the fact we're bringing kids through always. And there's got to be a mixture with if the best young player comes comes available, play him and play him with Rashford, who's an academy product. That'd be that's. A, my thwarting prospect. We said it yeah. before. Martial on the left, Sandro on the right, and um, Rashford through the middle. The speed and the skill on all those players. And it sounds yeah. mouth-watering. My, my view on Jaden Sancho, obviously I've seen him probably a lot more than you guys have through watching him at City's Academy. He is an exceptional talent. I mean, a, and as, as it's coming, as people are seeing now, he's got his England call up. He's he's ripping it up in the Bundesliga. His stats are amazing. I, I would just I would just be very nervous about signing an 18-year-old that's had one good season in professional mm. football for a £100 million. I know you say, I'm like you. I'm not really bothered what my club spends on a player um, but but I just think it'd be still a big risk I think to spend 100 million on Sancho at this point in his development I think if you give it another season he does it again in the Bundesliga next season for me that's the time you talk about 100 million for Jaden Sancho but then does everyone go for him then well that, yeah you, but you're him. right you're and right it's they probably million. do it's but, like but, the Neymar problem isn't it possibly you're buying him for 240 or something possibly yeah possibly but what, what I'd say with him I just still think it would be a risk for that kind of money for a lad with one season under his belt yeah, yeah. I think exactly. it would be a big risk but like you say it's not your money it's, it's not, not my money, money. Money. Who cares? You know, the money's irrelevant to some degree. I'd also rather, if I'm really, really honest deep down, I'd rather Chong got more of a chance. I'd rather Mason Greenwood did and I'd rather Angel Gomez did and give them a bit of a run and one of those three. If it, All it takes is one of those three mm. to come through and then you've got your own version of it. And look at, would I swap him for Rashford? No. Would I swap anybody really in world football for Rashford? No, because I love him so much. Mm. And he embodies the team and he will fight and he'll play with like like he did um, against Liverpool. He'll play when he can't run and he'll still try. And you don't get that from a player that's not your own no, academy agreed. product. You just don't. Yeah. Raise a question then about how much you think Rashford would be worth. Priceless, billion. It's priceless to you, whether or not the outside price. Because what what you're saying is, I completely get. You know, he's united through and through. He's died in the wool. He'll, his heart's on on his sleeve every time he puts a United shirt on. If you bought him, you're not necessarily going to get all that. You know, you're not necessarily no, going to no, get no, that no. commitment to the club. No. So I think to United, he's priceless. I think if I was going to put a value on Rashford now. As a outsider looking at it, I'd probably say he's a hundred million plus, and he's a hundred and twenty yeah. million. If Sancho's player. hundred, he's yeah, he's hundred and twenty million pound player, isn't he? This is the Manchester Football Socialist, the Wednesday club. We've got a big Champions League game to preview next. Can we be uh, nice to each other? Yeah, yeah well, we're all going to speak about Man United. <laughs> Depends how nice you think, uh, how well you think United are going to do tonight against you might Paris. Not be, I might not be totally agreeable, I'll say that now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are not live, so please don't text in. Just give us a tweet, MCR40Social. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll be back after this. Manchester Football Social. This is the Wednesday Club. Thank you very much for listening to Excess Manchester. We have got one final section. And in this section, we're going to preview the massive game as United travel to Paris Saint-Germain. 2-0 down after the defeat uh, at Old Trafford. Uh, and we thought we'd get our wonderful Abdullah on the line. who's in Paris now as we speak going, uh, hello, Abdullah, you OK? Alright mate, how you doing? Yeah, are you in a, are you on a, on a train? Are you on a whereabouts are you in Paris? Uh, no, nah, we're, we're on a coach. So basically we landed in Lille, so 
Okay, so if the signal goes, it's it's not it's all right. Yeah, uh, and signal goes, it's not my fault. No worries, man. Don't not at all. But thank you very much for coming on the massive game tonight. No You're worries, going man. down. How are you feeling ahead yeah. of this one? Um, it's, it's a bit of a weird one. Obviously, there's around like ten injuries to start and players basically that we've got on our side, and obviously with Pogba being out, you would have thought you wouldn't fancy us really, anyways. But I guess some of the young lads might come out there and do something. I don't expect us to go through, but as long as they put out a good impression on that pitch, I reckon the fans will be happy with it. You know. Who should fill that Pogba role then? Who should be that kind of person, the creative midfielder um, that, that pushes forward? Not much. There's no one else you can really replace him with. But you, you think Andreas might step up for Andreas Pereira and you know sort of take his role and sort of creating. I, was, I love the the Lord to play today as well. I thought he was brilliant last game. Yeah, he was brilliant uh, on the wing for Manchester United. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a lot of rumours about youngsters that can possibly come in, and I know you're always across it. Uh, is there anyone in particular you'd love to see, maybe not start, but get the get on the pitch for United today? I think we might see one or two of them come off because we've generally got no options to come off the bench in the second half. Um, I'd be excited to see Mason come off the bench. I think he's been cast for the academy, obviously. Some of the numbers that he's putting up, we've never really seen in youth football at United. It's, you know, it's unmatched, so it's, it's someone that is a proper exciting prospect. And if he can come on and you know make anything happen tonight, that would be brilliant to watch. And I don't know if Angels is physically there to, to come on in a game like this. Unless we're holding the ball, you know, we've had full control of the game and I don't think you could do that at Paris I wouldn't bring Angel on I think I'd go for maybe Mason or Chung you know to, to give us a bit of width and, and pace up it'd be exciting as well because uh, them youngsters yeah. as well as them being just ready for it and ready for the Champions League game the, the Paris might not know what, what to expect from them you know and you've got these youngsters on the pitch just giving it yeah, exactly. The difference is obviously with Pogba, they knew if they shut him down, then obviously there's no creativity for us in the field. I think that's what happened last game. Once Martinez landmarked him in that first half, it was game over almost. And the second half, we come alive a bit, but Justin Ingard and Martial were both injured, and Amara and Alexis obviously couldn't fulfill what both of those players did. And I think we've been unlucky with that. But with no like focal points, United and no main guy, I'd say. I think it might be good that one one or two of the young lads are going to be unpredictable for PSG to deal with. Uh, like I said, I don't expect us to go through, but I reckon one or two of the young lads might leave a good impression tonight in Paris. And anything, any sort of like decent result, you know, to take back from this game um, will be all right, to be fair. You know, even if we're not going to go through, um, like I said, you know, some of the guys proving a point inside will be good tonight. Abdullah, thank you very much for your comment. What are you going to do with your time in Paris then? Uh, I don't even know, mate. I've, <laughs> I've just, as soon as I get there, I've just got a couple of stuff I'm doing for time levels and then uh, probably just hang around, get some food and head to the game. Lovely. I'm straight back, so can't wait to see how it goes. All that film will be on full-time devils, yes? We'll check it out after the game yeah. or even before the game? Yeah, it'll be before and after, so we'll have the team news from the ground um, on the Instagram and YouTube uh, we've got Adam Johansberg with gigs as well so that'll be alright so keep your eye on that keep your eye on that yeah it should be a good day Abdullah thank you very much man enjoy your time in Paris uh, and go check out Full Time Devils they will be returning tomorrow for the Full Time Devils takeover at Phone In uh, where you can just call him around the world and have your say on United it, you, uh, Alex, obviously, well, you said you know it could be quite nice to see some youngsters on the pitch like Abdullah just said. Could that. be. <clears throat> and also, I don't see how we can't, because I was just trying to pick a team tonight from what we've got available. So you think the back four picks itself, De Gea will be in next, and then you've got young, small in window offshore. That's the only pretty much guarantee that you would have. Then you look at the midfielders that we've got available, and that's where the problem really lies. McTominay will probably play because he's been playing really well in absence of Matic, but this is a huge leap up in class. Um, so who knows how he'll do. Pereira was really, really good at the weekend against Southampton, scored a wonder goal. He's probably going to play on the left-hand side. Dowell came on, changed the game. He'll have to play on the right-hand back on the, the right -hand side. Already that's a makeshift sort of right winger, right midfielder yeah. from, from a 20-year-old right-back. Then who's the other one? Do you drop Rashford back? Probably not because you're losing a lot. Maybe Garner is the one who'll play or may, maybe it is going to be Chong. Mm -hmm. But I think the midfield's where 
all our key injuries and the suspension of Pogba. I think that's where the game <laughs> will be decided, to be fair. I can see Solskjaer maybe packing the midfield and just playing either Lukaku and Rashford or Rashford up front on yep. his own. That's it, probably what I'd do because you don't want to go out and get hammered firstly and then give it a go if you can. Keep it, you know, keep it tight for 45 and then have a real go. But I, I think if, if you're saying let's go and like swashbuckle and let's play like Ajax did, Let's try that, but I, I just don't see it working, to be honest, with the players we've got available. Yeah, you would have thought maybe, you know, if they're fully fit side, you could have done like what Ajax did last night, but you've yeah, got yeah. to look at resources for for United. It wouldn't have been 2-0 in the, in the first leg, because I know United didn't play well when the changes were made, but for the first 60 minutes, that, that game had nil-nil written all over it, and to be fair, that was what... That was not a bad result. That was to go... To then go to Paris and go, right, all you've got to do is draw here... Um, and you've got a really good chance of going through on penalties or you'll go through on the away goals. I think everyone would have taken that. Mm. And to lose 2-0, it was deserved as well, to be honest. Paris were just better in that last half hour. From the outside looking in, Danny, how did you see this game going tonight? Yeah, I think you're going to struggle. Um, I was really impressed with Paris in that first game, I've got to say. You know, given that, you know, we're talking about United's injuries, but they was without, was it Edison Cavani and Mbappe? No, they had Mbappe. Oh, yeah. They didn't have Neymar. Not Mbappe, sorry, Neymar. Um, you know, I, I tell you what, I still see Paris as that team two or three years ago that kind of flattered to deceive. They had great players. Mm. They wasn't really a team. When I watched them against United, I just was so impressed. I mean, if there's if he's better centre-half than um, Silva, I just, I've, I'm, I mean, obviously Van Dijk's up there, but he is a Rolls-Royce of a centre-half. Yeah, Marquinhos that did that job in midfield was amazing. Verratti was just everywhere. He was keeping everything going. Then where the difference will probably possibly be again tonight will be them game winners and and they've got one of the best in the world in Mbappe. You know this is a twenty year old kid who's got the world at his feet. He's he's absolutely sensational. And I think given the struggles that you guys have got defensively as well as kind of in front of that defense, like you say, the Matic, Herrera. You know you haven't got somebody mopping up no. behind. It's someone like Mbappe with the pace and the directness that he's got. He's he's different gravy isn't he he's, a, he's an absolute yeah. quality player so I think you're going to struggle tonight almost it's a free hit to some degree isn't it? It is, I don't yeah, think yeah. anybody's going to fancy it no. what might be quite interesting both ways to see how you react but how they react if you were to nick say a set piece goal or something like that from a corner go one up then you might see the because I've been I went when City played um, Paris a couple of seasons ago I was over there their fans as much as they're very vocal they're, ve- they're very demanding and I think yeah, if they like went 1-0 down crowd, aren't they? yeah, yeah. I think if they were 1-0 down, I think the atmosphere in the ground would probably change. Then you might just start feeling, um, you know, we got can get some out of this. But Sorry to kill your dreams, boys, but I don't see you going through. Some, I really don't. Yeah, something was quite telling in the in after the first game. And um, I can't remember which player it was. It might have been Marquinhos. might have been Alves. Anyway, they said something like, well, we knew that what United's threat was going to be. Alves. We knew their tactics were going to be to try and hit us on the break. And if we could contain that, and if then we could contain Pogba... Um, stop him creating Pogba's the biggest miss and get, yeah, Big, and getting, us, and getting us in um, he said those were the only two sort of ways that he could see us playing so one of those is already gone Pogba's not mm-hmm. there yeah. and then are they going to let us play on the rake I don't know one sign of positive if you're thinking of one thing for, to say we have got an outside chance we've got a puncher's chance we've got De Gea in nets so yeah. you're not mm. if there's any better player at soaking up pressure and making five, six, seven world class saves. But you've got two informed strikers, you know, with, um, with Lukaku, Lukaku and Rashford. And, and yeah. Rashford you know, so they're going to be confident if they do get a chance. I mean, if we were talking about Lukaku four or five games ago, you'd have probably just gone, well, you might as well write him off. But you know, four goals in two yeah. games, the and guy's going to be feeling confident. And he's it? tough to play against. If you use, yeah, he's a right, unit, isn't he? So yeah. big. He's and Rashford's, Rashford's so quick, but I don't, I'm not even sure Rashford's 100 percent fit either. There is a, just a, the weird feeling around the whole game today. I don't know what it is. I can't put a finger on why it is that they, I don't know what, what I'm feeling. In. I just think there's something in the water about what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is going to do tonight. Hope if it's so. going to work, I Hope don't know. So. But something about him and Mick Fielder and his team not are going to say, you're not having I've it. I've not got that feeling. <laughs> I've got, got to say, I've not got that feeling. Based on the fact that I think Paris are actually a very, very good side. Decent, and I think, yeah. you know, with, with all them injuries, to go in there, you know, the intimidating atmosphere, the problem will be for United if you go one down early in the game. 
you know that then I think you might end on the be on the other end of a, a proper hiding. Yeah, I really yeah. do because they've got game even without Cavani and Mbappe uh, and keep saying Mbappe and uh, Neymar. You know they have got you game Ange- changes. Angel game Di Maria winners, comes exactly, in. and he had a worldie. So you know fantastic. he had a worldie yeah. against United. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, Lukaku obviously an unformed striker for Manchester United. Uh, you, you like Danny said you would have wrote him off uh, maybe a couple of weeks back. It wasn't. Just the fact that he wasn't playing well, it was his uh, his uh, confidence. He didn't look yeah. like he wanted to be it there. He didn't look like he was trying either. But but now when you see his celebrations, you see him taking his top off. I don't know if that was a sign to say, look, I'm not. If, if, if I'm he not read overweight. stuff, I'm not overweight. <laughs> to top off and his, and the fact that he, he did turn the game around. You you do say this is why I pay seventy five million pound for him if he's going to perform tonight is the night, Lukaku. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course it is. And this, you know, he did it in the World Cup. He is a, a really, I think he's an undervalued, he's a disrespected player, but his confidence is still, you, you pass him that ball, you're not, he doesn't no, control he doesn't the ball like an yeah, absolute yeah. top quality player. Yeah. So, But then I think he should be one of, you, you play him in, and you play him through, don't you? He doesn't want his, you know, Kenny Dalglish, for instance, one of the best I ever saw with his back to goal, and Mark Hughes is the same. So any ball you're going to give him, they are going to control yeah, it, they're going to shield it, him, you are it? not getting it off him. But you, neither of those players was great at being played through and running in behind because they didn't have the pace. Lukaku's got strength and pace. Play him in. Play yeah. him in behind. And let me just tell you, boys, as well. I want you to win. I want you to go through. And, and I don't. Why is that? Well, Danny? because because I think we've got a better chance of beating you than Paris Saint Germain. Genuinely, and I think you know. So if you can, because I see Paris Saint Germain as particularly on their day an exceptional, exceptional side. So if I'm looking at it from a City fan perspective, I'd be less nervous about playing you over two legs than you I would Paris Saint-Germain. That. You are absolutely dreaming if you think, if we were to go to Paris Saint-Germain and beat them 3-0 and then we get you in the next round, you think you're all going to be like, oh, well, we beat them 3-1 in the league. Different, it's a different I, I didn't say about that. I didn't say about the league. I'm just saying I feel that we'd have a better chance of beating you over two legs than Paris Saint-Germain over two legs, which I do. You know, they're a much better side. As, as he's shown, they're in the command of this tie. You know, it's I don't know what the odds are of United going five through. To one. United the, five to, to, go one through, to go through, I'm talking about. United five through. to one to go through. Wow, that doesn't seem big, does it? They Maybe five to, to one to win. Maybe five to one to win tonight, but I would have thought it'd have been bigger odds to actually go through the tie. Because what you're doing there is you've got to win by three clear goals, haven't you? No, you oh. need a two nil. Oh, and then you go yeah, to well, extra time, then three, you win one. on yeah, three, yeah, And if you win three one, you're through. Yeah. But five to one just seems a bit lenient it to me. But, uh, lenient. If that's if it's that's going right, to be then, one of those play. games where you sit back and just there's it's going to be fun. Do. It's going to be fun. It's completely out of our control. We yeah. can sit and talk about it for all we want. But Ollie's the man. He's got to do. He's got to do it. And it, obviously, we'll be here with the reactions tomorrow. Um, to, I'm not, I don't want to do predictions today. I don't know if you want to do one. Um, I think we'll. I hope. We don't get embarrassed, and I hope we have a really good account of ourselves. I'm going to say 3 0 win to United. <laughs> Alex Boardman. Once again, Alex and I are not going <laughs> to agree. Alex Boardman, thank you very much. Danny, are you going to do a little prediction? I think you're going to struggle. I think it's going to be a similar scoreline to the one um, at Old Trafford. I think 2 0 Paris. 2-0 Paris. Uh, thank you very much for listening to this Wednesday Club. Make sure you get the podcast if you're listening on Excess Manchester and you like the sound of it. It got a bit tasty at the beginning and I loved it. Uh, I'm going to give him a hug now. And just good luck to <laughs> Manchester United uh, in the Champions League and we'll be back tomorrow with uh, a full-time Devils takeover Manchester United chat for an hour. Uh, but have a good evening from all of us here at the Manchester Football Social. Manchester Football Social. Subscribe to the podcast now and never miss a show. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.